Hello, everybody. Welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Sherry. My pup's name is Sunny. And each week we talk with different therapy dog teams around the world about the impact that they're making in their regions. If you're just getting started or not sure where to get started, we have a free guide for you that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. And you can also join our free community at community.therapydogtalk.com. Today, I'm really excited to speak with Tanya about her experiences volunteering with Molly Rose through Pause for Therapy in Texas. They volunteer at a variety of different locations, and so I'm really looking forward to hearing their story. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fine, and yourself? Pretty good, thank you. I see Molly Rose there. Yeah, here in Miss Molly, we invite her to join us because basically it's all about her. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Awesome. Well, Tanya, for those who don't know you and Molly Rose, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Molly Rose is a golden retriever. She's 10 years old. I got her. She was a puppy. Uh, the idea was for her to be my daughter's dog because she had a speech delay. And I read an article that said having an, an, a pet can increase the um, speech didn't work. They become sisters, so she became really bad. I'm Tanya. I'm originally from Chile. Uh, okay. and we've been sitting here in the state for 13 years now. Very cool. And how old is Molly Rose now? She's going to be 10 in April. So you guys have been partnering for quite some time. <laughs> yes. We got her when she was three months old. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. How did you find out about therapy dogs? Uh, it was by accident, actually. Since Molly was my first dog, we decided to look for resources, and then I found classes. So we started to do some obedience. You know, well, we did the puppy school. We almost failed. But she was wild until probably she was three years old. And then during the obedience training, the trainer told me the word she used is Molly was a natural. So she said, are you interested in looking to therapy work with her? And I said, I mean, I have no idea, but yeah, why not? So she guided me on everything I have to do. So we carry on with obedience, and then we do the CGC, and then we went for the bounces. So Molly did the community CGC and the advanced CGC. So from there, she got me to another trainer. She trained therapy dogs. Okay. So Molly was trained in an environment where she pretended to be like a hospital bed, and then around people in wheelchairs. We have kids running around in different settings. So after that, we start to work right away. Yeah, that's great. So how old was she when you became a therapy dog team? Then? That was four years ago. Okay. Four years ago, so I think it was the right time because as a golden retriever, she was very playful. And since I didn't know exactly what was the therapy work, I'm glad we did all the training. You know, it made my life much easier now. When she put the best on, she knows she's going to work. So she changed. 
She's a more settled dog. She gets very excited, though, when <laughs> she recognizes the places. But I don't know if she will do that when she has three. Probably she will be pulling me through the hospital door or things like that. So, <laughs> you know, every dog is different. Yeah. yeah, it can take Golden's a while to calm down with that energy, for sure. She <laughs> still is a jumper, though. Sometimes, every time... When we go, for example, to the hospital, we met in a volunteer room and she needed the two minutes, you know, to settle down because when she see the other dog or when you see the other handlers, the other volunteer go like, oh, and she cry and then she turn around and say hi to everybody. And so she needs a minute. So I can never be late because she needs that two minutes, you know, to come down and say, everybody, hi, hi, hi. And then all hyper and then she's ready to work. <laughs> so it seems like, you know, pretty well that she definitely enjoys being a therapy dog. <laughs> I have to be honest. She's the one who does the work. I'm going along because she enjoys that and she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. So, my son asked me the other day, since he said Molly's getting older, I will consider to try to start training another dog. Honestly, I don't know if I'm carry on doing this without her. For me, she's the one who does the job. Yeah. I'm just the handler. I just facilitate what she cannot do. You know, she cannot drive herself. She cannot <laughs> get into the bed with people or she cannot sign out. She's the one. She does the work, so... So it sounds like you really decided to do this because she enjoys it, not because it was something that you had to want to do necessarily. I'm always working since I'm a young girl. I volunteer. I live in another country before here, and I was in charities with people you know, coming from another country, uh, orphan kids. But therapy, honestly, therapy work was a world I didn't know about it until I'm here. So I'm really excited to do it. I'm enjoying it too. Yeah. So, I mean, she's great. She still has plenty of life. So I'm not <laughs> thinking ahead. I will decide, but we are enjoying this. But it, I mean, it's funny because a lot of other people, is, is their call. And I love doing therapy work, but I found it because of my talk. You know, it's not because I look into it was by accident, and it was a great accident, if you may. So you really like volunteering then and just always have as well. Yeah. 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 What is it that you really enjoy about volunteering with Molly? Um, well, I think the key is to be in a good group. We volunteer through Post for Therapy. Okay. It's a small group. Compared to others, we are like 50 volunteers. And so I like it because we have like a teams, you know, and you, you can join any team without trouble. So this is the first thing I like. The second one, I think my favorite one are hospitals and then uh, special kidney. Yeah. So we are with two other dogs. We currently visit a facility with kids in the spectrum. A lot of them are local functions, so I think 80% of them are not verbal. They have a lot of sensory issues. So we started going there last September. Mm-hmm. So some kids, they couldn't even touch Molly because they couldn't handle the touch. Now, a lot of them start to say, Molly, and that is a big deal. You know, they recognize as a Molly and they dare to touch her. Sometimes they're kind of a little bit rough, but Molly knows that, so she's good at it. 
Another thing is um, learning about body language for Molly. So I know exactly when she's uncomfortable or when she's overwhelmed and she needs a break. And so far, she's been amazing. And that is, you know, a major day when you see a kid, they cannot talk or they cannot communicate. But they see those dogs and they say, yay, Molly, and then try to touch them. Although it's a lot. And when hospital, you will have different experience. But I, we love the feeling to see people, you know, her eyes light up when they said, oh, you made my day or things like that. That is the reward, basically. Yeah, I love that. That sounds like she's really making an impact there. She is. She has a little fun, too. <laughs> uh, when we go to visit, for example, I was told you can make your own car for Molly Rose. So I don't know if you can see it. This is a business car. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> and when we go and see kids, we gave them this. You see, you know, we said, I met Molly Rose today. Aww. So when we go to schools, gave the kids stickers so the parents know what are they talking about. Yeah, I love that. What do you think Molly's favorite part about volunteering is? Oh, petting. <laughs> I think Molly's a very needy dog. So imagine people just go to see her and just pet them with no stopping. That's why she's so happy. She enjoys to be pet and the attention. Did anything surprise you along your training journey with her? We have a couple of experience when we were with another group working with babies. It was an entity here in Houston where they fostered kids while the parents, you know, are in a difficult time. So there was college students living with the kids and there were like a three or four houses. We went twice to the house where they have six months old babies. And amazing how good was she with them. My youngest is 14, so Molly cannot have experience with babies or toddlers. So it really surprised me. I mean, I knew she could, I thought maybe she would be nervous or something like that, but no, she was like, I know what I'm doing. I've been with babies all my life almost. So she just lied down and when they put the baby next and she just, Put the paw on top of the baby's feet and just lie down there without moving. Otherwise, we're crawling around her and she was just very peaceful over there. I was over next to her and, you know, looking at any sign of distress, stress or something like that. But no, she was just falling asleep over there. That really impressed me. That's great. We have a couple of questions in the chat. Simone was asking about a list of the areas that therapy dogs are needed. That is something that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. I did put that in there. But Tanya, how did you discover where you wanted to volunteer with Molly? My group, actually. Okay, yeah. so the group just provided you with opportunities and you followed through with the ones that were of interest yeah. to you? Yeah, because uh, this is the way it works. Basically, everybody does it this, the, differently, but most of the group, the least they ask is for the CGC, the Canaigo Citizen. That is the key, you know, to a good um, dog. And then you need to join a group, uh, and this is the way it works. So my group, for example, goes to uh, hospitals, uh, assisted living facilities, the schools, uh, memory care, and we have a special visit sometimes. We visit universities, finals, high school finals, 
uh, all that kind of, you know, with a lot of stress, those are they call the special visit because we don't go uh, on a regular basis, we go sometimes. And then on a regular basis depends, we live in Katy, which is some Houston area. They provide different places and you decide if you want to join that team. Every place have a lead uh, who is responsible to what the communication and to go with you. Very cool. Yeah, I know you can go about it either way. If you want to look for an organization, then a lot of times they provide different places that you can go through. But also, if there's a place that stands out to you that you really want to volunteer, you can ask them if they work with a specific group so that you know which group you to go through. And they were clarifying that like, each city or county has specific groups. Yes and no. There are local groups like the one that Tanya and Molly volunteer through. But there are also national groups as yeah. well. Those are national groups have, you know, teams in different cities. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes different countries. Some of them are international. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. They were also asking where you had Molly's items made to give away, her cards and her stickers. You know, when you go online, there's a company who made your cards. We have the picture when Molly turns nine years old. I decide to do a, a professional photo shoot yeah. with her. So I use that picture. But you can go online on those places and they give you all the tools. So basically you design your own car. Yeah. Yeah. I know Sticker Mule does really good for stickers. I'm not sure if they do the cards. And I know some of the therapy dog organizations have vendors they work with for the cards. It looks like Brie is recommending Vistaprint and they go yeah. through Alliance and Pause for Therapy is also recommending yeah. Vistaprint. That's the company. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. And I imagine you could just search like therapy dog trading cards and see what comes up too. Yeah. Yeah. How did you end up deciding to go through pause for therapy? Uh, a friend of mine, we were together in a group, but then COVID hit and we didn't have enough volunteer to go through the insurance. I knew I couldn't go by myself because I need to mm -hmm. be certified by the group and for insurance purpose too. So I couldn't fly solo with Molly. And a good friend of mine told me, you know what, you should meet this lady. We went together once in a visit, and they have a group called Pulse for Therapy. Mm -hmm. So I wrote them down, and then I got all the process, and they accepted me with open arms. But both of us, you know, it was very easy. Tanya, do you have any advice for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? Uh, I think it's volunteer work. So basically, when you volunteer, you have to enjoy it. That is the first thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So second one is if you have the time and you have that part of you when you want to give your time for others, I think therapy works wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very rewarding to help people just bring in your dog. And then sometimes, uh, for example, memory cares. When they engage people with Alzheimer's, sometimes they are off but sometimes they really connect to you. And it's so grateful, you know, it's so nice to hear them talk about their kids. They have dogs, they can name the dog. That is amazing. Not every dog can be a therapy dog, and this is okay. Uh, but you can find your way. Sometimes not all therapy dogs can go to hospitals, but they are great, you know, with kids or with high schoolers. So just do your training. We're advocates for uh, positive reinforcement and for free. 
And then you find your way where you and your dog feel more comfortable because that is the idea. Both of you have to feel comfortable when you go volunteer. So that's it. I think that's the only thing. If you like it, just go for it. <laughs> I love that. Roxy's curious if you have a favorite memory from your therapy dog work. Um, oh, I have so many. It's difficult to choose one because we have some moments where, for example, last Monday, we're in one of the places where a lot of people didn't have mobility. So the only way they can reach Molly, it was if I hold Molly on my arms. So uh, I did it like a four times. So the first person had five minutes because, you know, she's 65 pounds, so holding her on the air. <laughs> But I like when people can see her and they start talking. My other one is when a non-verbal kid with autism called Molly. She said, Molly's my dog. <laughs> and everybody was like, a, yay, you know, because she didn't speak. But now mm -hmm. she said, Molly's my dog. Mm -hmm. That was after like a five months after, but this is a lot. Yeah. And she oh. has her, and there is some assisted living facilities where we have ladies who are waiting for us. You know, it's nice when they say, oh, you know, I saw it was 10 o'clock and I'd be sitting here waiting for you. And we missed that visit. And then they ask for us, so they're expecting us. So sometimes I feel a little bit anxious when I cannot make it because I say, they're going to miss me. They're going to miss her, you know, and I break my heart. So I try not to miss any of my visits. I'm kind of a, a regular. Yeah. How long do you stay at most of your visits? Um, most of the visits are an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. Hospital are two hours. But it's always more because in the hospital, sometimes when we finish, it takes us almost half an hour to get to the car because on the way, but people see you and I say, oh, my God, it's a therapy dog. Can I pet them? I say, yes, of course. And people talk. So sometimes it could be like a two and a half hour. Yeah. Right. Well, Tanya, is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here? Uh, no, we love to do this. And I'm very lucky to be in a wonderful group. I think that makes that job much easier. Postal therapy is great. We love all of them. We were like a little team. And it's so cute to see them when they see each other and you see like, okay, let's go to work. So I think I'm lucky to have her. Two trainers told me she was born to do this, which yeah. at the beginning I was kind of a, oh, you really? And I, now I think it's true. They saw something I didn't. And because I didn't know about this world. Yeah. Molly's my first dog, actually. I grew up with dogs. My grandmother had dogs. My father always had dogs, but I never owned a dog. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. It's been really great talking with you and Molly, and I love the work that you all are doing together. Thank you very much for having us. It was really fun. Oh, I cool. We should have signed it earlier when she's more active, but this is not time for her. That's <laughs> okay. If people want to see her being super active, they can find you at mollyrose.therapydog. Right? Yes, correct. She steals the show there. She has her own Instagram, so she's the queen over there. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for oh, having us. Of course.